Hello, welcome to the prayer closet. This is your host, Sonola. And guys, guess what? I have a special guest with me today. His name is Mr. Master Sir Jeremiah Shepherd. <laughs> and this is my 11 year old son. I wanted to bring him on so that um, we can have a conversation because as a mom, I have so many conversations with my children and I truly do enjoy speaking with my son and having um, life lessons conversation. And so this is kind of impromptu for him. And I was like, listen, we're going to chat and we're going to talk and I'm going to bring you on the podcast. And we're going to talk a lot about um, your progress and your growth. Well, I haven't been on the podcast for a little bit of, of um, for a little while. And that's because with work-life balance and balancing families, sometimes it prohibits me from doing, doing um, the podcast as consistent as I would want to. However, as a mom of this 11-year-old child that I'm so proud of and I'm so thankful to God that I have, he has been running track for the past how many years now? Three and two, three years and two months. Three years and two months. Wow, you kept it to date. So he's been running track for the past three years. And um, for those of you who know that if you're dedicated to a sport, it takes a lot of dedication. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of consistency. There's a lot of track meets that are on the weekends that, you know, it pulls you away. Sometimes it takes a lot out of you. So a lot of my time have been like trying to balance between doing the things that I want to do, being a mom as well, and, um, you know, just flowing as life and being obedient to God and doing the things that God has called me to do. So, Jeremiah, welcome to the Prayer Closet Podcast. Yay! <laughs> and guys, I just want to let you know that he, Jeremiah is like, my children are my biggest supporters and my husband, of course, but my, my son has always been like my biggest supporter. He told me before, he's like, mom, I don't hear you doing the prayer closet podcast anymore. What about your podcast? Like he would ask me, mom, are you not producing what's going on? You know, you have to be consistent and stuff like that. So I just wanted to bring him on because I am so proud of this young man. We are going to Texas in a few weeks because he has qualified for the Junior Olympics. Right, Jeremiah? Are you excited? Yes. <laughs> so um, we're going to Texas because his um, distance that he runs, he runs the 800, the 400, and the 15. But he's only going to be participating in two races because we had him focus on the 1500 meter and the 800 meter. And he is ranked top. What are you now in, in New York, New Jersey? your top six i think or top four i'm not sure but the last the last qualifier he he got like the fourth place in the 800 so i wanted to talk a lot about um today the reason why i brought you on jeremiah i want you to tell the viewers about your work ethic and when i say work ethic tell me about your journey doing track because and you're going to tell me about the pandemic you're going to tell me when you start explain to me in your own 11 year old mind how you felt when you first start why did you like um track what 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 give you the like inspiration to start track go ahead 
Um, well... You can introduce yourself as well. Well... You can introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Jeremiah Shepard. And... And I don't really know why I started running. Like, me and my dad were driving somewhere, and then... And then... We saw this track team, and Dad asked, do you want to run track? And I just said yes, because I really didn't know what I was doing at this point. But before that, me and my dad have been running races. Well, not races, but we've been running in Cunningham Park. But when I started, I think I was pretty good. I started running 400s and 200s, but because my dad thought I was a 400, 200-meter runner, but but it turns out I'm really good at the eight and the fifteen, so I ended up doing that. So so in my first year I was gonna go to, I was going to AAU nationals, but I didn't do that well. I got I didn't get second in the four hundred, but I placed second in my heat. But I did I don't know how I did in the fifteen, but. I didn't do that well in the eight. My PR back then was 3.02, and I ran 3.12. Ten seconds slower than my PR at the time. But but in 2020, I I was ready for nationals once again, but, but because of COVID, I didn't get a go. Because everything was shut down, right? Yeah. And tell me how you felt. Uh, I don't really know i just were you upset were you sad uh i don't remember okay so now now we come to here where this march i did better than i did in 2019 where i got two medals i think i came um sixth place in the eight or fifth place in the 15 i don't remember I don't know which one was which, even though it was very recent. But now the fact that I'm going to Texas, I'm really happy about it, and I, and I just want to keep improving as I go on. Oh, awesome! Yay, Jeremiah! So now the reason why I'm I'm like super proud of you because, guys, if you have listened, I'm not even sure if I have said this before, but my word for the year that God has given me, and in Life Church, we have this thing at the beginning of the year where we pray and ask God, what is the one word for the year? And the one word, my word for the year is consistency. And we're in July, the second half of the year. And I am saying, God, for the first half of the year, it was crazy. I've shared with you about the amount of warfare that I've had, not in detail, but some of it where I was very, I was pressured coming out the blocks at the end of the year in December, all the way to the end of the latter end of December, all the way in um, from January to June. It was literally a fight. It was a struggle. And it was difficult. And God used my husband and my son, the way that my husband coached my son, because my husband is a coach as well, the way that my husband coached my son and the way his work ethic to minister to me about consistency. So Jeremiah, I want you to tell me when you were disappointed, were you disappointed when you didn't go in 2020, when you were prepared for nationals and everything happened, the pandemic happened, 
COVID shut down everything worldwide and there was no more um, national championship when our trip to Maryland get canceled and you worked so hard. Tell me what were your emotions back then? I can't remember. It's too far back. It's too far back. It's just a year, but it's too far back. Okay. So tell me what happened. But I can tell you because I remember you were disappointed. Dad was disappointed too because we felt that you had worked hard to the prior year to get to this point. But in my opinion, you had worked not work extremely hard. You had worked and you probably would have PR'd, but where you are right now, it's like a completely different place and pace than where you were a year ago. So I want you to tell me what happened when COVID hit and we were shut down. Tell me what changed in your track career, so to speak, at this young age. Um, tell me what changed in the pandemic. Tell me what was your like routine like now with that. Tell me about that. Or tell the viewers about that. So um, when COVID hit, I don't think that we were going to practice. So most likely we would head to Cunningham Park and do mileage because, well, I think I had a break or something like that. But... We did a lot of mileage, and now, and after 2020, we started running back again in cross country. Now, after last cross country season, I decided I'm done with cross country. I don't want to do it anymore because, well, cross country is isn't like running around a track, but it's running hills a lot of hills and you're basically running in a park you're basically running on a course instead of a track so during indoor season i got under 250 but now i'm but now i'm kind of struggling to get under 244 and i'm trying to get to 234 maybe 232 but i'm struggling just to get under there so I'm going to talk about your struggles just now, but I want, I want you to, um, I want you to tell me what changed in 2020. You weren't going to practice as regular because before 2020, dad wasn't there present in your life, like a coach, right? Dad wasn't coaching you as much as he did in 2020 because of the pandemic. Dad had more time with you because he was home. Correct. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want you to talk. Tell me about those times when you and dad would go, in the rain, in the cold, in the winter, in the park. Tell me about those times when you went and you practiced, when mommy thought y'all was crazy going out there in 30-degree weather and 40-degree weather and going out and doing your workout. Tell me what was the difference. And tell me when you first started those workouts, how you felt. And then tell me as you continue those workouts, what was the results and how, how did your body feel afterwards? So... So when I first started, when I first started to do them, my dad introduced me to a new layout. It's basically the regular layout we used to do, but it's uh, but it's shortened, so it's about a mile. But it's it's not very easy, cause you have to go fast. It's almost like a sprinting pace. But I. Then my dad started bringing out Uncle Quincy and Uncle June and Uncle Quasi. What was it? Yeah, Uncle Quasi. So just to get them to push me. 
So as when I started, I don't think I was beating them, but I was close to them. But as I progressed on, we, he started introducing me to a new trail, and we kept doing those trails. And my body, I don't think, was very much used to it, as they always used to get a head start. I caught Uncle June and Uncle Quasi in the first part of the first was that we used to do. But then on the second part of the was I would catch Uncle Quincy there. At one point I actually just decided that I I stopped at one point then I keep go then I keep going. But now that but now I've gotten used to it. So so now I'm now I'm used to the workout. Now you're used to the workout. Thank you. That's exactly the point that I wanted you to bring home. Now, the reason... Go ahead. You want to say something else? No? Okay. The reason why I brought Jeremiah on is because I have actually sat back and I've watched the workouts. Like I said before, I think my husband was crazy to bring him out when it's really cold. Like, at one point, I was like, babe, it's just really, really cold. Like, you guys are going out. And my husband um, did something that um i i didn't understand at the time we bought books like i bought part of his christmas present because i know his passion i bought books and and stuff to help him to become that coach so he read a lot and understand this different concept and what he did he changed the workout on jeremiah and he did something that was so phenomenal that when we were now when we began to open up he he said okay well jeremiah this is your goal for this race you may not win the race because we're not looking at we're not looking at winning medals right now our focus is texas our focus is on um junior olympics and we're gonna get you there but this is where you are he made an assessment of where jeremiah was and then what he did was he broke up his workout patterns to work on certain area to progress him forward so we will go to a, a, a track meet and i will ask how did he do jeremiah might have brought like with 10 people in the race jeremiah would have probably came in at eight or not dead last because there's no race that after that workouts that he was like coming in last he would bring like eight and then my husband would come over and said oh my god you did well and i'm like what are you talking about like he came in at eight and he's like no you have to understand we had a plan in place and he needed to execute the first part of the race and he hit the times that we we spoke about the rest of the race we're going to work on that it's a work in progress it's not like you just don't start running and you 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 reach top speed and you execute in an 800 meter in a 400 and a 1500 just like that you have to pace yourself and i'm teaching him how to pace himself i'm teaching him his body routine like how to make sure you manage your your body and and your pace that you should be at i'm teaching you how the pain that you're feeling how you have to run through the pain and how to allow your body to get used to the pain and jeremiah said it as well you said that at first when you started with uncle quincy uncle quasi and uncle june and you were running they were beating you and then as you be continuing to progress as you were the main word here consistent in that same routine as a result of that your body got used to it and then you begin to pass them because even though that they will go out, they will not do the same workouts as Jeremiah. So over time, because Jeremiah is doing the actual track workout, Jeremiah is getting better. 
they will go out once in a while or once a week and Jeremiah is there four days a week and he is putting in the work. So he is progressing even though he's younger than they are and they were faster at the beginning of the workouts. He progressed over time and now they cannot catch him because his body got used to the pain. So that's one lesson I want you to take away about processing pain and understanding the, the, the process of pain. Sometimes we have to go through things. And, and for me, like I, this whole podcasting was a learning lesson for me. Like when I first started and I know God said, Sonola, I need, this is what you need to do. I wrestled with God so much because I spoke about it before about my level of confidence that I think that I wasn't good enough. I came from a West Indian background in South America in Guyana and my English as an American. I, I am, Guyana is the only English speaking country in South America, but of course we have an accent. So sometimes you will hear like, you will hear my, my Guyanese accent. And sometimes, you know, I was so fluent as an American, or sometimes I will still have an accent, you know, certain words. And I was like, God, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. Like use somebody else that, that, that knows how to handle podcasting and, and, you know, in obedience, I keep hearing God pressing this on my spirit. And in my obedience, I said, yes, God. And I stepped out and I, and I started the race. But as I began to run the race, I began to look around me and I began to look at, at, oh, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough like this individual or I'm not like this person. And, and I would listen sometime back to my podcast and I would, I would be like, oh, you know, I didn't say that correctly or I didn't hit that note like I should. I didn't bring it home as I should. So I was very critical of myself. And every single time I came on the podcast or probably two or three times, I would say, I'm not good enough. But what God was saying is the same thing that my husband, the same strategy my husband used. It's like, you're going to get there. The end result is... I have called you to minister my gospel. I've called you to minister the word of God and you're going to get there. No one will start the race and, 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 and be well versed in, in the body technique and all of that in the first part of the race or, or, or straight out the block without no training. When we look at the Olympians and we look at those that are going up for the Olympics right now, they are trained, they have discipline, they they have developed a routine to help them to get where they are. So I had to understand from observing my son and the way my husband coached my son, to know that Sonola, honey, this race is not given to the swift, but for those who endure to the end. And one of the things that I've learned from Jeremiah is that you start the race. This is your goal. Your goal is maybe it's consistency. Maybe, you know what, Sonola, you started in, in December and you were doing in October and you were doing well. And then maybe you haven't gotten the opportunity to write content because of all the things that was going on. Because another thing too, we have to understand that we have a natural enemy. We have the natural things that we have to deal with, like family. We have all these other natural things, you know, our health and all of these things that we're dealing with. But we also have a spiritual enemy that does not want us to succeed. The enemy does not want us to go out into the world and to say what thus said the Lord. Why? Because we will shut his, his kingdom down. Whatever we're doing or whatever God has called you to do, it will shut the kingdom of darkness down. So what he would do is he will put all these hurdles in front of you and just trip you up, right? And tell you, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're 
you look at you look at your accent you know you didn't say that word properly you need to go um back to school or something you know he would try to discredit you from running the race that God has called you to run. But I'm here to encourage you, and Jeremiah is here to encourage you to tell the first part of his story that he started, and he was not good. He was not good. He was not even in the mix. When he started three and a half years ago, or three years and two months, according to his stats, he was so behind. There were people that were beating him. There were people that were so great and so awesome. Now they can't even hold it up with Jeremiah because he had that conditioning. He had that mental, that physical, and he had that spiritual conditioning that helped him through the journey. And it's because of the consistency that he never gave up, that he examined his dad. He had a he has an awesome coach, which is my husband, that helped him in the process of saying that, listen, you may not have won medals now, but it's okay. We're getting to the point that where it really matters. And where it really matters is how you execute this first part to the race. You, your body has to get used to running this pace. So for me, I take that and implement it as God showed me. Maybe Sonola you may not have content written out right now and you may want to have content written out and you check everything and you make sure everything is perfect and in alignment, but you're not, if you don't have the time to do it, then you would not produce a podcast. So maybe my first part of the race of examining is listen, just come on, pray before you come on. <laughs> That's one. Turn the mic on. And just allow the Holy Spirit to use you. Allow the Holy Spirit to just speak through you. Whatever he says, allow the Holy Spirit to just release the word into the atmosphere and let God be glorified. And as you as you continue to do that, what are, what are you doing, Sonolo? You're establishing consistency. You're establishing that consistency of which will bring God's glory and will bring God the glory. So then... After that, the next part of the race will be, okay, so I'm consistent in doing the podcast and I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to use me. Now, the next step is let's develop the second half of the race because your body will get used to that. Let's develop the second half by creating the content and writing out the content the way the Holy Spirit is guiding you. Because when you, it, it's true, it's proven that if you have content that is written out, there is a lot of accuracy. There is a lot of like, you can bring your point home. You can make it into a point. You can, you can make it short. You can make it a, a focal point. You can highlight certain things. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I'm here to encourage and we're here to encourage you that the race that God has called you to run, that you should not quit just because you're not doing it the right way or just because you haven't got it all together. This, this, this testimony that my husband and my son did, this, this life that I saw that they live in the pandemic taught me so much and have helped me today. And for the second half of the year, I said, God, you know, this morning I said, Lord, I, I don't have anything written down just yet. And I prayed and he said, listen, get your son. You guys go and talk about, um, about Jeremiah and I'm going to lead the rest. And there you go. This is not scripted. This is definitely the Holy Spirit has been moving. And I know that someone is going to be blessed by this. 
And this is probably just a part, what, a one? Oh, <laughs> this, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a part one of what God has called you to do. Just do it. Just, just be consistent. Just be consistent. And God will bring you. Remember, we are in the season of the promised land where God has called us to possess the promise. So I want you to hold on on that word because I'm holding on on that word. God has not given me another word. Hold on on the possession of the promised land and allow God to do what he has to do in your life. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God and Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord God, for the souls and the hearts and the minds of those that you have called, Lord God, for me, for us to minister to. I pray, Father God, that they will continue, Father, to trust you and to hold on on your word, Father God, and not lose hope. I pray, Father God, that the shame, the spirit of of doubt, of self-doubt, and the attack, the war in the mind, the battle, Lord God, that we go through in the mind, the, the thoughts, the negative thoughts that Satan sent to us to let us, to tell us that we're not good enough, Lord God, because he was not good enough. That's why he's trying to take our position. And I thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Spirit, because you said, Father God, that we, we the Paul said in his letter of Father God in Ephesians that he hoped that we know the the height, the depth, the width, and the, the depth, and the love, Father God. God, of your love. We hope, Father God, that we will know that. And I pray, Father God, that these people, Lord God, that are listening, Lord God, every life, Lord God, that is listening, that they will know how much you love them, that they, Father God, will continue to run their race, Lord God, to the promise and to possess that promise. And I pray a special blessing over their week, Lord God, that they will be blessed going in, coming out, their uprising, their dung setting, Lord God. They will be blessed in their fellowship with you, Lord God, as they spend time in the Word and spend time understanding your principles and your, the keys of your kingdom. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your favor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.